Hi everyone, it's Halloween Girl. So today's episode, we are going to kind of dig into true crime. So I have always like wondered about the Amber Alert when I was a little girl. I would always get like text um, on my phone and beeping sound of the Amber Alert has always left a huge impact on me. Um, I had gone through something so scary when I was five years old, and I just thought about this Amber Alert, and I thought, wow, that is pretty huge of that story when it happened and how it has actually saved so many lives today and it's it's such a tragic story but it has also saved a lot of children and yeah it's it's really 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 scary um I did want to talk about her um, so her name is Amber Hatterman, and she is also known as Little Girl Lust. And so, yeah, it is, it's, it's really scary. Um, I remember, like, my early memories, um, like, going with my mom, like, driving and stuff, um, seeing, like, Amber Alert, like, on, like, the computer, like, sign, like, when you would be driving down the road and you see like it'll say like construction and instead it'll say like an amber alert and stuff and um yeah as children it's so scary like I can't even imagine like parents um their fears like their worst fears coming true and stuff um so yeah so this one just really I guess um when I learned about the story, it was so sad, and I just, I feel very blessed that there is a system like that today for many little ones um, who may be in harm's way and stuff, and um, yeah, so it is, it's really, really, really sad, and um Yeah, so um, I am going to kind of go over um, just like a small article and stuff about her. And yeah, so um, all right, let's start. So Amber Hagerman adored playing with her Barbie princesses, loved the color pink, and spent hours riding bikes with her five-year-old brother, Ricky. She loved being a little mommy to her little brother, said Amber's mother, Donna Williams. On the bright afternoon of January 13, 1996, the siblings were pedaling around the parking lot of an abandoned Winn-Dixie grocery store near their grandparents' house in Arlington, Texas, when Ricky left for home before Amber could join him. A man drove up in a black pickup, snatched her off her pink bike, and drove away. An elderly neighbor in his backyard got a glimpse of the scene and dialed 911. 
But by the time police arrived, there is no sign of the nine-year-old. Four agonizing days later, a man walking his dog four miles away from the parking lot saw a body near a creek, Amber. She was just so full of life. Her mother remembered more than 25 years after her daughter's death. And I want to know why. Why her? She was only a little girl. The heartbreak and horror of the case and the haunting possibility that law enforcement could have saved Amber had they found her faster led to this creation of the Amber, America's Missing Broadcast Emergency Response Alert. As of 2022, emergency messages issued by law enforcement when a child has been kidnapped are used in all 50 states. The District of Columbia, Puerto Rico, and 33 countries have and have to date saved at least a thousand 114 children in the U.S., along with another 123 via a sister wireless program, according to the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children. It's another legacy for my daughter that she didn't die in vain, Williams said. Shockingly, despite the far-reaching impact of Amber's case, her killer has remained at large. But now, police are hopeful the recent advancements in DNA testing being used on evidence collected in Amber's case, as well as any new tips from the public, will finally solve it. A lot of people will refer to Amber's case as a cold case, says Sergeant Grant Gilton, but for the Arlington Police Department, it has never been listed as a cold case case because we've never gone 180 days without having some lead come in. There are leads we continue to investigate extensively. It is open and active, but a little girl enjoying the influence of riding her bike in the afternoon could be targeted by a killer, sent anguish and anger throughout the community and beyond. Texas mom, Diana Simon, then 51 couldn't stop thinking about how a kidnapper snatched Amber and escaped without a trace. I said, I can't get over this child. There has to be something we can do, Simon says. They do civil defense alerts. Why can't they do it for this? She called a local radio station with her idea, and 14 days after Amber's abduction, wrote a letter to the station requesting that if her alert system were put into place, it would be known as Amber's plan. Media and law enforcement soon put the plan, renamed the Amber Alert, into place that same year. In 1998, it was credited with saving kidnapped eight-week-old Ray Lee Bradbury in just 90 minutes. Now an adult, Bradbury is an advocate for the alerts. Though police responded immediately in Amber's case, her bike was still sitting in the parking lot. They couldn't locate the suspect or truck. Investigators think he may have been a local after a witness reported seeing him turn 
onto a side road to make his getaway, and believe that he kept her alive for a few days before leaving her body near the creek. Amber's family still hopes that someone, perhaps a person in the area who is, who is afraid will finally help solve the crime. To anyone who has seen or heard anything about Amber's case, please come forward, Marlene said at a vigil honoring her daughter. Amber needs justice. So um, in this recent article, um, they are still trying to hunt um, for this case. It seems like it is still, like they're still searching for the killer who did this. And it is so scary. I just, I can't even imagine. Um, I, uh, when I was younger, I, I went through something so terrible as a child and um, I remember just how horrible as, as a child, like you don't know um, the horrors of the outside world and the true horrors of the outside world. And it is so scary. Um, I can't even imagine just like the parents. I mean, if I had a child and this happened to me um, with my child, if I did have one, um, I would be so wrecked not having the answers and stuff. So um, I did want to talk about this Amber Alert and also the fact that it is coming up on the anniversary. Um, this happened in 1996. So that is really... It blows my mind away, just like how many years it has been. So, yeah, it's it's pretty crazy that it's going to be already 26 years, I would say. I think um, this was in 90, or I guess 96. So, uh, and I believe... If I'm not mistaken, it'll be 20 going. I think it has been 26 years to date. Um, but on January 13, uh, 2023, it will be 27 years since the Amber Alert. And um, what was so wild to me was I was thinking about doing this episode of the new year. And I just so happened to learn about the date actually when recording this episode so I just thought that was kind of creepy a little bit just how I've, I've been wanting to do an episode about her um, and just how it is it's kind of close to my heart in a way um, as a child and going through um, something terrible and wanting to I guess kind of, I know I do have this platform, like her Halloween girl platform, praise the more and stuff, but, um, it is good to actually talk about real life horror stories too. Um, I know I, I love helping people relax and go to sleep <laughs> and all of that. It's really, really fun for me, 
but um, I do think that I would love to talk more. Um, it is kind of like a healing process, I would say for me, um, just from a lot of the childhood trauma that I went through as a child and as a survivor of many traumatic events that have happened to me as a ch- child survivor and into adulthood and stuff and um, what a different time it was in the 90s um, that uh, it's just it's just so so I feel so close to this um, story because it is very it, it definitely calls home to me and especially in Texas and everything um, where uh, tragic had happened to me in Texas and as a child so it is it is really really scary and I hope to hopefully um, I know having a podcast about like true crime stuff I know it is very touchy um, and me as a childhood child survivor of many traumatic stuff um it is very very serious and it's not something that um I want to share like just to like just share I think it's more like I just I hope if anyone has any I guess tips or anything like that that they would hopefully um help this case um I know it is so sad and the fact that her family still don't have the answers and it is really sad sometimes when you think about um not having that closure and sometimes um you don't get closure sometimes and that's really unfortunate um but yeah so I definitely didn't want to make this episode Um, because of course it is very close to my heart and very almost relatable and the fact that um, that many people hear true crime podcasts and hear spooky podcasts out there that hopefully um, this episode may help others too in a way knowing that you know if you have a similar situation too, um, that you aren't alone, um, and you're an adult now and have gone through something similar and, or went through something as a child. It's, it's so, it's so intense when it's a child going through very emotional, like, like scary life experiences, um, and I think that's something that isn't as talked about today. I feel like um, in today's society, um, we hear about like different things, but no one really, they don't really dig deep into. And I, I, I kind of understand to an extent, maybe a lot of people just don't want to, like they're putting a band-aid over it and don't want to... I guess, open wounds, old wounds that are very triggering, and um, that is so, so true, I think, but it is nice to know that there are other survivors um, 
and this scary like childhood trauma stuff um you are adults now that you aren't alone and um and yes I do have also my seven cups profile I do love helping people online I've been doing it for several years now actually um and I'm so happy that I've um been able to just listen to people um and everything that they go through and um knowing that there is a platform if you do want to be anonymously um and just talk about whatever you went through as a child or any similar traumatic experiences that you just feel like you need to talk about um so yeah so you can find me um, on my seven cups profile in the description below and um, and hopefully this episode I know it is a very touchy episode and again it kind of talks back about the 90s and how different um, technology has really advanced and it's it is way scary here too in a way because it is um I would say it, it is definitely scarier than the 90s because now everything um, can be found easily, I think, and that's really scary. Um, so yeah, so definitely um, always be careful of your surroundings too. Um, I'm always very careful <laughs> with, um, even even today as like an adult, like when I get so scared if like, um, like strangers, like at grocery stores, if they, if they like touch my shoulders or something, like somebody says, Hey, and they like tap me, I like, I get so freaked out (laughs) and stuff. I don't know. I just, I just do. And it is, it's, I've, it's, it's kind of weird because I feel like I've watched so many documentaries growing up and I'm like, I'm always, I'm always very happy and smiling and being a weirdo and being cool and stuff and wanting to make people smile and laugh. But at the same time, I do have um, that wall of, of just always being on your toes. And it is, it is scary that we do have to do that today in, in this world, but it's, it's good to still kind of be watchful of your surroundings and how you go about throughout your day. Um, and also to another, I did want to mention just talking about, um, the Amber Alert and stuff. There's this show, um, called text me when you get home and it is on lifetime and it is based, I think it's on lifetime. It is based on real life stories and, um, and I felt like I related to a lot of those stories, except um, I was a child when um, danger struck. So um, it is a little bit different than the ages the girls were in the show, but it is still really scary. There was one similar to the Amber Alert on this show, I think, um, and it is really, really, really um, touchy, I would say. It's, it's, you have to definitely, 
um, I think I had like a box of tissues just because it's it's nice to know, and it's horrible to say that, but it is nice to know that you aren't alone um, going through many obstacles and and it's just kind of like relating and feeling that raw emotion that comes through all of those scary stuff and um yeah so it is it is it's it for me it's kind of like a healing uh process for me just listening to other girls stories and stuff um so that one text me when you get home that one is actually a really um interesting show because it actually does talk about the dangers of online even (laughs) I think there was and I just I totally freaked out because they're talking about like online and um and how there's like I guess like stalkers like I've had a stalker before like way back in my day um so I kind of related a little bit on that um it's just it is scary like everything's online now and stuff and um yeah so it is good to know to have a support system I would say um definitely let if you're going somewhere to meet somebody I recently met um a really great friend of mine in person I met her online actually um a few years ago and um and I uh, she had liked my stuff online and she was like, oh, I love your art and you're, you're so cool. And I was like, you're so cool too. Cause she also makes art too. But at the same time, I hadn't, I hadn't heard her voice before. It was just like an online friendship. So I, I had, um, I think she messaged me and was like, hey, I definitely want to meet up with you and um, get to know you like in person. And I was like, yeah, yeah, totally. And I like I texted my family. I was like, hey, I'm going to meet this person on that I met online that I've had an online friendship with. And just to let you know, this is the address I'm going to be at. This is the time I'm meeting them. And this is the time that I'm thinking I'll be back home. And and also here's like my phone track kind of thing, like just track me just in case. And that's what I did, actually. I um, and this was just a couple years ago, actually, that it happened. Um, when I met uh, the sweet girl online and um, and I told her she um, she had wanted to meet me for a while now. I think we had we had been friends, I think, like half a year online, I think. I'm not sure. And so we met and I had told her, I said, um, let's meet at a public place um, because I just I didn't know who it was. And I, I did. I was definitely interested in having like an in-person friend too. Um, so I was like, yeah, let's meet at Starbucks where there's a lot of people around us. And so that was perfect. Um, she um, she was already sitting down when I got into Starbucks and we she looked just like her profile picture and I looked just like my profile picture. And um, we kicked it off and we've been friends ever since. And it was really good and I think I had that was I think that was like my maybe my last I think in-person friendship that I made online recently and so 
I guess from having many experiences in my teens and stuff and everything that I've learned and just experiences and and also having that childhood trauma experiences into an, into adulthood and kind of having a plan in case of something if something does happen and stuff and I was so brave I was like yeah I definitely want to meet you I like you're so cool and it was like a really good friendship and um, I'm really glad that I did get to meet her but at the same time I did have um, a plan set in place because you never know um, not that she was I didn't feel um, and also that too is also really really good to know um, if you are meeting your friend online and stuff it is good to know to kind of get a sense of like who they are and if you feel comfortable with them and stuff that's like another huge thing I feel like um, or even webcamming with them and stuff I wish I would have um, like FaceTimed her it was funny because after we met we would always FaceTime like I had I have an iPad and so we would always like FaceTime and stuff afterwards after we met in person so I thought that was kind of funny I was like oh this could have been like like all this like um I guess not anxiety but just being careful I I I wish I would have like also FaceTimed her too maybe before I met her in person just so I can like um I guess so that way the anxiety wasn't like as high and stuff and it's kind of funny thinking about it now and stuff and um but yeah I have made real life in-person friendships um from online and thankfully it has been good (laughs) and so yeah so it is good that show it reminded me of my friend that I met online recently um in person because um I did let my family know I was like hey I'm gonna be here at this address and I'm meeting this person and um and I think they say who they are (laughs) and it was funny because I've watched Catfish many times in my life but um I, I do love that show, too, because it does kind of tell you the dangers, uh, not dangers, but just like you don't really know like the complete story, maybe, or um, in, in that, too, like we never had webcam before, so, and I didn't even bother to ask, so I was like, well, just in case, um, I'm going to let my family know, so I'm really happy that I did that, Um and it is good to have a plan and let your friends know let your mom and dad know where you are um if your brother or sister um if you don't have any family um let anyone know where you're gonna be if you are doing something like that like meeting a friend online or meeting even um i know on this show they talk a lot about clubs um I've I've only been to like one or two clubs in my life and they were with my cousin thankfully and she I remember she would like hold my hand like she did not let me go like at all she just held my hand tightly like you are not going to go dance or anything you're gonna be dancing with me the entire night kind of thing so she wouldn't let me go um and it was during Halloween there was like a rock band playing and stuff and it was like really she's like really into Halloween too like way into Halloween, um, probably more than I am, maybe, 
to an extent I think she's more like goth and I'm just like the girly Halloween girl um but anyways um that too is also good to know um and they were talking about this show the texting when you get home it does talk about like um in person like in clubs if you're like if you meet somebody in person in clubs not like online or anything just like some random person coming up to you and being like hey want a drink or something um they were talking about and in the show texting when you get home they were talking about having a plan always and they were talking just eat like for men and for women not just women they were talking more like anybody anybody doesn't matter who you are it's just being careful and having a plan and letting letting your family know and letting your friends know and I always tell people too I'm like hey you can always message me you know um stuff and let me know that you're okay and um yeah so it is good to know um about about that and I would recommend that show it is very triggering if you do have some triggers that um are kind of scary I would probably recommend watching it with somebody who you're comfortable with if you do decide to watch it and you do have um just a little bit of trauma different things you never know um definitely recommend watching it with somebody you love and that you're comfortable with watching that kind of stuff um, it is, there are a lot of episodes, um, that are kind of scary, um, but it is very, to me, in a way, it is, it is very educational. Um, so yeah, so I definitely recommend that. And, uh, thank you so much for listening to kind of a little bit about, um, about me and my experiences, I would say, and just kind of like the backstory of, I guess, how I am the way I am today, in a way, I would say. Um, and thank you so much for listening to that. And hopefully, um, this may give you just more of a, more of like, I don't know, any any educational tips on in life and stuff. And hopefully bring um kind of awareness talking about this Amber Alert story and how, where it all originated from. And, um, so yeah, so they will have a plan to always have a plan. Um, and if you are ever, um, if you ever do need a friend to talk to you, I would recommend checking out sevencups.com. And if you ever do feel like you are in danger, there are so many, um, resources on sevencups.com if you do find yourself in very scary situations. Um, definitely the first one I would definitely call 911 emergency um, if you ever are in trouble of anything or in any scary situation or um, any emotionally in trouble. Um, seven cups have have helped me so much in my time and um, and overcoming a lot of challenges and so young and stuff. Um, so I am a verified listener on sevencups.com and so I definitely help people with um, very similar stuff that I have gone through. Um, and there are so many other verified 
listeners and counselors too. Um, so yes, and sevencups.com is a free therapy app and website. Um, and so I do volunteer my time on there every day. Um, and I have for, um, I think since 2016, I think. Um, so it's been a long time. And, um, and they're such a great, they're such a great organization and everything. And, um, again, thank you so much for hearing about the awareness of the Amber Alert. And, um, and again, like if you did have any tips or if you've seen anything regarding this case, please do get a hold of, um, I would probably say about like the Amber Alert tips that, um, if you've seen anything, heard anything, please send in those tips um, to this case that is still, like I said, they are still getting tips. And hopefully, um, I hope that her family gets closure someday and, um, and I'll close this story, uh, calls like from home and stuff. Um, really calls out to me to share her story and um, definitely um, it is very touching and um, and how much she has helped uh, with so many children out in the world and I'm very um, blessed that there is a system out there for children and I hope her family gets the closure that um, that they need and um, and also children are such precious gifts and um it is very it's a very serious topic of course and um and what a beautiful little girl um and really no children should ever have to go through true horror and stuff um it is as as a survivor of um childhood trauma it is it is very um challenging thing uh to have to um and then of course heal throughout your life and um be strong and knowing that you can overcome everything in this life and so yeah so that is a great um thinking process there is that you can come out strong um, as a survivor so yeah so thank you so much and um and I hope you have a great night and I hope you are able to sleep well and everything and if you ever do need a friend to talk to you you can find me on my seven cups like I said I think earlier in my description box and thank y'all so much for listening to me um until next time I love you adios Mwah.